0: Hello, guys. Uh, Hi. Hi
1: there. Can you hear me?
2: Uh, Yep. Hello, hello. Welcome, gentlemen. Give me one second, because I still need to invite uh, Michael.
0: He should be joining any second now.
2: Any second now, he should be joining. Also, excuse me if you hear some dog noises uh, behind, but my dog is outside and barking, of course, as usual. So I don't know if it uh, comes through the mic, but just a slight heads up, I might even uh, mute the microphone from time to time. So yeah, I see... we,
1: we have a pet-friendly space. So. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, that's good. So I see Michael has joined as well. So... Uh, Maybe we give it one more minute until more community members join as well, and then we can start as well.
3: Hey, guys, can you hear me?
2: Hello, Stefan. Awesome. <laughs> Sorry right. about that. I didn't see that you uh, requested uh, the mic. I didn't see that you were well, inside it's, well. It's
0: fine. It's fine. I mean, I can wait for the next phase <laughs> or something. I don't know. It's fine.
2: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just one week. One week. It's fine. <laughs> so I think uh, we can start already. Uh, you're here as well. More community members joined as well. So. I would like to say hello and welcome to everyone to the second edition of the Story Vision X product highlight Twitter spaces, where we will be discussing the upcoming modules and products that will be rolling out in the near future, while also touching on some metaverse topics along the way as well, because, I mean, we changed brands and directions, so those will pop up as well as usual. And of course, today's hot subject will be X-Fabric. My name is Robert, and I am the community manager at Storyvision. Vision. And joining me is my colleague, Stefan Mihai, who is the product owner at Story. Hello,
4: everyone, and thanks for, for having me, Robert. It's, it's a pleasure to be here and uh, a warm welcome to, to everyone. And uh, yeah, nice to see uh, and to talk about this exciting
2: product. And of course, along with him, uh, our fellow ecosystem builders, Kevin Lindon and uh, Razvan Statescu join us as well. Hello. And Kevin.
3: Hi, I'm uh, here too, yeah.
2: (laughs) Perfect. And also to help quench our curiosity surrounding X-Fabric, we went straight to the source, so to say, and brought on board none other than Stefan Sokal, who is the head, core, uh, head of core applications at Multiverse X.
0: There you go. Hi. Thank you for the invitation.
2: <laughs> You're w- very welcome. Thank you for joining. And it's a pleasure to have all of you gentlemen on today. And first of all, I want to say a big thank you for cutting out a small window in your schedule to sit down and discuss such a great subject. So, and without further ado, please if you guys can go one by one and give a short presentation of yourselves and what are you currently building. Mostly this is, applies to Razvan and Kevin, so the community gets to know them as well. Stefan, we know we know what you're doing at we Know about you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Well, that's good. That's good.
2: So Razvan, if you can please start. Sure.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. So uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm uh, As a profession, I'm a, a full stack developer. Uh, right now, on, on Elrond, um, I'm uh, building on, on three main uh, main projects: the Giant, uh, the NFT project, uh, X Dev Hub, um, and uh, now uh, freshly uh, announced uh, drip uh, So yeah, uh, I'm a big fan of. Uh, open source stuff and contributing to uh, to the ecosystem with with all three projects we we try to do that. I mean, especially with with the Dev hub. <laughs> So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's me. Thank you. Um, all right. uh, yeah.
3: Uh, so I'm Kevin Leiden. Uh, I'm the co-founder of Helio Staking, no, one of the top uh, uh, staking agencies. Um, I'm happy to be here today, thanks for having me. Um, I come from a Web2 background where I built uh, websites and did a lot of UX and CMS specifically in WordPress. Um, So Xfabric for me is, uh, I'm very excited about this product. Um, uh, As for uh, what we're building um, right now, uh, we're working on a a loyalty program with uh, the guys over at OCS, uh, bringing retail stores in, in retail stores and real life people uh onboarded. Uh, so far in the past three or four months, uh, there's already been close to about 1,500 people who've onboarded into Meyer, uh through a membership NFT uh, and eventually there'll be some loyalty rewards there. Um, and also, uh, there's a community project in the works at the moment with a few other community members, um, but i got to keep that uh, under wraps for the next week or so
2: before we announce it. Awesome. So push, pushing adoption to the to the fullest basically (laughs) correct also okay so before jumping into the main subject uh we are curious about all all our guests initial opinions when they saw the rebrand from elrond network to multiverse x besides stefan of course because he already knew beforehand (laughs) he he had more time to prepare for this one (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, I still have an
0: opinion, even if I knew a bit uh, earlier than you guys, but I still have an opinion. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. It's fine.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, we can, uh, before joining the Multiverse X team, actually, um, like, how did you view the metaverse space in general? Were you aware of the possibilities and the opportunities that it might present?
0: Um, yeah, so that's a very good question because it actually puts me in a bit of a different position or different starting point than I think, uh, many of the people within, uh, Elrond at the time. Uh, I wasn't, I, 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 I must be honest. I wasn't a fan of the metaverse. Um, <laughs> and I realize now after actually really listening and reading everything that, uh, uh benjamin has has uh, told us about and you know and everything else as, as materials that are available um is that i was actually uh brainwashed and i know this is a very very strong word but i was actually brainwashed by many other web 2 or old companies um and entertainment in general to think of the metaverse only into in, in a very specific and narrow way which was This is the dystopic future we're all going towards. This is the only way, you know, this is how our race will end. This is how humankind will be, uh, I don't know, in the matrix forever and, you know, stuff like that. And of course, this is not what the metaverse is. This is just a very, very narrow way or or narrow-sided view of it. And I must admit, I was one of the people that really thought that this was it, Mm -hmm. right?
3: and when you have com- yeah
0: when you have companies like like uh you know Facebook and now Meta trying to tell us that this is the future they're not actually telling us that it's the future it's actually the future they want us to have right and they're pushing it so much that they want to create and want to silence everybody else on the topic right so once i managed and this is definitely one of the the, the greatest things that happened in my Personal, uh, you know, professional career joining joining the Aaron team. Um, once I noticed how they talk about this, how the internal conversations are are happening around the subject. I, you know, I was a bit of, of, of a bit ashamed to, to to you know to admit that I didn't know enough to actually have an opinion, right? Mm-hmm. So. Once I opened up on the uh, on the subject, now I realize that the metaverse is just so much more, and it's not it's it's interface agnostic. It has nothing to do with with uh, those uh, minions with the headsets. I think there was a presentation at one point with with something like that, uh, and maybe one of the clearest uh, uh, idea on this it's it's not uh, it's not just a gaming thing. It's not you know the next version of. Uh, i don't know world of warcraft or everquest or whatever was in the twen- uh, 2000s right with so much more right and now i now i see this and yeah. i don't know if this is yeah and um, this is not yeah. this is definitely a hundred percent uh you know private opinion on this this is not the company line in any way because obviously you know this is one of those things that you, you once you understand it you understand it right this is not there's no this is a binary, binary one of those things. You cannot unsee it once you see it. You know.
3: Yeah, I, I, I had a, I had a very dystopian view as well, uh, kind of with the metaverse uh, initially, um, but when I saw the multiverse X branding and the way the word multiverse was actually used to to talk about all the different niches that would actually exist within the product, it made total sense. Right. It kind of all, all these lights just came on to me and saying, well, of course, the metaverse isn't just gaming or, you know, the next thing that's, you know, ready player one or whatever. Right. right. Um, it has, you know, X payments, you know, X fabric, all that stuff is 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 possible. And it's actually this massive web of all these different products and things that are fed into to, to one mother brand. So I, like, I, I think the brand at first, I kind of stepped back, but I caught on right away. In, in, in that room, and I'm, I'm really proud of, of the direction in which you know, Multiverse X is going with this.
0: Uh, may I also interject here just a bit and clarify one thing? Uh, Multiverse X is not a rebranding of Elrond. I think this is a very important distinction to make, and I know it's, it might sound like a semantic thing, but it really isn't. Um, Elrond, I mean, if you, if you look at the, at the evolution or the timeline, of of this company, of this great group of people here, Elrond was the first evolution, right? Which basically now evolves and transforms into Multiverse X. It doesn't mean it's not the same thing. It's so much more. And this is where the concept and the whole idea of the Multiverse X is is actually so powerful. Regardless of what you think of it, you know, as far as naming and everything else, as far as visuals or whatever, that does not matter so much as, as the fact that If you look at it as an evolution and you see Elrond being like the first, the Middle Earth, the first world, right? This was the first world. This was the first verse in which the company grew where the team uh, found their footing, right? But that journey is now over, right? And this is how it evolved into something way bigger. And you cannot talk about only one world going forward, right? So, and I know this is a very specific thing to bring up but i think it's important for everybody that that listens to this now is, is to understand that this is shouldn't be considered a rebranding it's really really an evolution and the transformation of the brand right so you know everyone is still part of us but we understand there is so much more to it does that make sense
2: yeah exactly uh, i think it, it it was a shift of concept for all of us for builders and community members alike um, the way Benjamin and uh, Herman from Improbable presented their perspective on the metaverse and how it how it should work and look like, actually. And I think we can agree that the value proposition is vastly different from what current products uh, offer, really, uh, especially with the Eternal City concept, which will like encompass all opportunities of growth that humanity has created so far. And I think what most people might not grasp is at the moment, is that uh, anything that is created there is also translatable to the real world. It's like basically a sandbox on steroids where any real world concept can be replicated, tested, perfected, and then be brought back to the real world. Yes, I mean, I think like some people uh, say that the metaverse concept was kind of around for a longer period of time, but uh, and not named as such through video games or digital worlds. But my opinion, those are just like one dimensional in a sense that you log in, input time, and that's it. When you log off, you cannot extract anything from there compared to the metaverse or multiverse uh, where value actually flows both ways.
3: Yeah, that's why this evolution like I uh, thank you for clarifying, Stefan. That's actually a good way to put it, evolution and transformation. Um and I think that, that yeah, it's 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 such a great way to frame frame it because that's exactly what's happening here and you know, in the future, you know, we might look at this as mul- the metaverse terminology might actually go away and multiverse become the actual terminology um in 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 the sense of what it actually does. So, yeah, thanks for that clarification. Sure. Just to to,
4: to jump in real quick here, um, I, I think that with the Metaverse, um, in terms of, again, a personal opinion uh, of mine, Before actually seeing the direction that Aaron took with the multiverse X uh, uh, plan, so to say, um, I was a bit skeptical as well of this metaverse concept. And I was like, it will never work or never get past the uh, initial hype curve, so to say. And it will kind of die in its infancy. But now I understood that it's much more. And as Robert put it, it's a vision that can be translated to the real world. But um, I still think that there are challenges ahead uh, in uh, in terms of the adoption of the metaverse concept and the multiverse X vision. So um, I would like to pick your brains to, to each one of you. What are the, currently the biggest challenges of uh, the metaverse in terms of adoption? Um, Michael, you know that you, sh- you sound like... Uh...
0: I, I read an article, I think in uh, like in the two thousands about the early people that were trying to sell uh, the uh, the concept of the internet in like ninety four, ninety five. And you mm-hmm. really, really sound like the, the the you know the kind of people that were, well, maybe this internet thing is something that's here. it's maybe it's not. you know, we'll see how this works. So the thing is, and, and i'm not I'm not trying to pick on you. I'm just saying that this is exactly the the absolute normal evolution of any new technology that is not created with a very specific purpose or utility in mind initially, right? Because most of the newest and and uh, uh, most incredible technologies that we, we even use today, like even electricity, right, hasn't been invented or ha- was not invented with something specific in mind, right? And this is exactly where we are right now. It's something new. It's like something very... Uh, hyped and I think that in many cases just like with the blockchain technology in itself the hype actually created more bad than good in some cases right because it opened up the door to to many you know all the situations that we see we see that the technology uh, evolves and with every single storm that comes it gets better and better and I'm pretty sure and I'm actually not pretty sure I'm, I'm certain that this is exactly the way uh, the metaverse concept will evolve as well, right? I think an, an important key when discussing the metaverse in the version of the multiverse X, the way the way that Benny presented it, uh, is uh, to understand that this cannot exist without the blockchain. I think this is a fundamental difference that needs to be understood. And, you know, we, we need to definitely talk about this as far as how Web 2 companies look at this, right? And how Web 3 and the future should actually look like. Right, and this is this is where the whole thing where the whole thing starts, right? In, in in the Web two version of this, uh, it's either war, either or, right? If you're part of this, you're not part of that. It's a zero sum game. Whereas in the Web three version, one of the first things that that ben, uh, Benjamin mentioned on stage was that this is uh, a m- interconnected multiple worlds system, right? So that's that in itself is a very, very different basic principle and fundamental uh, building block of the whole thing, right? And I think that's very important to, 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 to note. But uh, to, your, to your question, and sorry for this very, very long intro to this. No worries, But to answer, no worries. Your, yeah, but to answer your question specifically, the challenges are going to be uh, exactly with, uh, with any new technology, making sure that people understand its utility, right? And utility doesn't mean necessarily financial utility or value it can be entertainment, it can be whatever we use technology for today, it can be part of the metaverse as well. Or the metaverse can be part of all the things we use today as well. This is the agnostic level that also needs to be understood. I think that um, we're still in that initial phase where I remember, (laughs) like a small anecdote, I remember back in the day, in the 2000s, When people in the U.S. were talking about the Internet, they really thought the Internet was America online, right? Because the AOL thing with the You've Got Mail thing and all that stuff, right? So once people understood that this is not the Internet, that's just a provider, everything kind of opened up a bit, right? But I think this is where we are right now. We are still struggling to understand uh, the concept in itself, and we are looking for known patterns, right? We are looking for something familiar to associate this with. Right. And I think this is the biggest and first uh, major challenge that we need to overcome. Uh,
1: yeah, like I well, wanted to, to jump in a little because I kind of totally agree with, with Stefan. I think a first step is kind of forget what you think you know. And uh, because a lot of people try to, I don't know, see Web3 uh, through Web2 eyes or something like that. Or they have, as Stefan said, a, a very narrow view on the metaverse. And uh, they always, like, come back to that and try to understand new things based on what what they know. And uh, I think a a first step would be to try and force yourself to forget what you think you know and, like, have a a a fresh start and give it a fresh fresh chance to, to understand it.
4: Yeah. Uh, thank. Thank you for for the input, Stefan. I just want to add one uh, last sentence. I, I might have a um, two analytic brain, so to say, because I'm ca- uh, I'm coming from the background of finance. So maybe I take things uh, at face value too much and not think about abstract concepts and how they can evolve from a simple, uh, uh, so to say, concept or a simple vision towards something greater and can find utility. Out of the uh, most uncommon places, usually how I've seen things, it's I take uh, them in in a sense that what they what do they solve, what do they unlock, what's the potential there. So definitely, it's it's nice to see that uh, there are other people who come from. Uh, let's try it. Let's see how it works. Let's let's break things and let's try to to, to see what it comes out of it and. Uh, we found common ground in this uh, in this space, and we find common value. I think that's the that's the beauty of blockchain, and as you say, as a basis of working things together in bringing this Web three vision to to reality. So yeah, uh, really thank you for in, your input. Sure. Okay, Kev- Kevin, you wanted to say something, and sorry oh, yeah, to jump sure. in.
3: Yeah, I, so what I was just going to say is like the ease of use and ease of access thing in relation to the electricity example. Um, Not many people know how electricity is made. Uh, I I mean, everyone kind of has an idea, but most people know how to put a plug into a wall, and it's relatively inexpensive to do so. Um, So I I think, you know, in order for this challenge, I guess, for the metaverse is, you know, we need to make it so people, it's easy to use and it's easy to access. Um, Right now, you know, if you were to go the VR headset route, that might be a bit expensive. Um, So there's a lot of kind of... um, monetary things that will prevent people from entering um and then also i think the challenge is, is to let people know it's not just a gamer's world right we need to cater to uh, all genders all type of people all gender types and once that happens you'll see this massive uh tidal wave of, of people coming in um but yeah i mean it has to be easy right and that's where things like you know x fabric and ux and stefan i think that's where where you're you um Expertise is, uh, comes into play uh, is making sure that the users are finding what they need, uh, getting onboarded easily, and not really knowing that they're even using the metaverse or blockchain, even for that matter.
0: Right. I, w- I was just going to say, Kevin, that this is the perfect, uh, you know, uh, bridge to the conversation about X Fabric. So yeah, yeah, yeah great, exactly. Great job yeah. on that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's totally true. I mean, I that's that's exactly that's exactly it. Most people even with, you know, with technology today, it, it, that's what mass adoption means. I mean, we we use these words and uh, uh, few people understand what we actually mean when when we say mass adoption. Mass adoption means that the mass, the main target audience or the most people will be able to use this product. And to do that, that means that it really needs to be as simple to use as possible for those people to understand it. And it's really, it's really at just one sentence, right? It's really not more than that. If we get into too much uh, conversation about you know technology and look at my uh, contract, look at no, look at my contract, no, mine is better, it's uh, way better organized and stuff like that. Sure, of course it matters. But that's not mass adoption. That's just, uh, you know, or you have all these, all these situations or all these uh, very, uh, I, I believe, or narrow-minded people that look at things uh, in a binary way, like either it's decentralized or centralized, either it's uh, Web3 or Web2. I don't think anyone other than us within the system think of things that way, right? Most of the people just look at the things and understand, okay, so... Um, and if I may uh, do this, this uh, transition to the Web 3 component, uh, component of the conversation as well, is if we tell people, OK, so Web 2 was about uh, other people owning your data and Web 3 is about you owning your data, pretty much everybody will get that. Right. And this is something that it really needs to be just as simple. real ev- everything that we explain for people to really, really understand how mass adoption or to actually adopt it in mass. It really needs to be, uh, you know, simplified to that to, to to really, you know, like a sentence, right?
2: Yeah, uh, my opinion on this subject is we're kind of like facing the stigma that uh, Facebook has created through its version of the metaverse, and uh, I think the image that every the image that comes to mind to everyone when they think of the metaverse is when Zuckerberg is in that big room and everyone's with the the headset on, and it looks like. A uh, apocalyptic view, and it's like it's it, everyone. It's not is af- not afraid of that, uh, right? Sort of say uh, direction, but it's like it off puts everyone. Like it's exactly how we see it in the mo- movies as an ap- apocalyptic uh, technic- uh, technology, basically. And but also speaking of um, mass adoption, uh, there is. X-Fabric, the main subject of tonight. And I think basically um, X-Fabric, from what I understood, is was conceived to facilitate the onboarding of creators, brands, and institutions to Web3. It's sort of similar to the already existing Web2 product, which is uh, WordPress, uh, which is also the most popular uh, website builder in the world. But Xfabric supercharges this uh, concept with the power of blockchain technology and uh, it will enable a new set of applications that will just underpin the infrastructure for our physical and uh, digital worlds. So mm-hmm. anyone who has a good or a concept that they want to bring to Web3 and elevate it will, will, will be able to... Um, leverage x fabric uh, for this right right
0: so thank you for that intro if i may take over here a bit because i want to clarify a couple of things Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And I promise I'll, I'll try to also answer some questions because I really, really can talk about this, uh, about this subject, like for the next few hours, if if, <laughs> uh, if you let me. So yeah, please do uh, stop me at one point. Uh, so the w- one thing, yeah, you're totally right. 100%. That's exactly what X Fabric is, with a couple of clarifications, right? And now I, I make this, I make these uh, points only for clarity's sake, so we can get a better mental picture in, in you know, in, in the people, uh, for, for the people listening to us. Uh, first off, yes, WordPress is a very good example, but I think a much better example for what we are trying to achieve is uh, Shopify, and the reason is very simple. Web three and the way we are looking at this is that it's not a publishing platform; it's a genera- uh, it's a revenue generating opportunity for everybody that can use this, right? I mean, that wants to use X Fabric. So the the shift isn't about how easy it was or, or started to be. Uh, you, you know, to publish content when WordPress came around, the actual shift that we're looking at or where, that we're seeing or we, we believe will happen is with X Fabric is the exact shift that happened with Shopify for e-commerce, right? Because Shopify opened up the opportunities for everybody very quickly to make uh, a revenue stream or to create a, a store on, on their own and then market that to their public and then, you know, generate a, a living, right, out of that. Right. So that's a very important distinction to, to note because um, as, as I, I think Benjamin mentioned this on the stage uh, on, on the stage as well. Uh, it's a very important aspect for us is, is uh, you probably all are aware of the hundred uh, true fans theory um, that in the creator economy in today's, you know, the, the late in the last, I don't know, decade, the creator economy made it possible for creators to, uh, have 100 true fans or a thousand true true fans that was the initial and then it kind of evolved to 100 true fans uh so so for for these uh for these fans you know if you you can reach with the internet you have the power to reach 100 people that are willing to pay for uh, whatever you're creating as an artist as a creator right and make a living out of this and those 100 people are fully invested in you and this is the key word This is where Web3 comes in because from the 100 true fans, we can actually offer the tools for you as a creator, right, to transform those people into 100 true investors, right? And that just opens up so much more possibility. So much more opportunities, not only for you as a creator, but for those people, right, that support you, that want to see you uh, succeed in whatever you, you chose to do, whether that's music or it's art or it's something totally that we haven't even thaw- uh, thought of, right? Or a writer, you know, there are many, many examples of creators, right? And that's a very, very important first layer of distinction that I would like to make as far as the purpose of X-Fabric, right? And then the second part that I would like to to, to clarify, well, not clarify, but add to what you said. Um, is that um everything that we see here the the way it's gonna work or the way the modules we're gonna see uh, we're gonna uh develop is actually we're building the interface for everything that it's already there right so everything that people or developers can do with the open source code that's available right non-developers will should be able to do through xtable that's our mission right and if we can do this right that means that we open up doesn't mean that uh, people are not exactly like, you know, today, the fact that Shopify exists doesn't mean that people don't do their own custom uh, e-commerce websites. Of course they do. And that's the, you know, that's the point, but the people that want to do like a, like a, uh, that are, do not have the, the technical knowledge necessary to do that, right. They use ready-made platforms. And the vision that we have here with, with X-Fabric is that for web three to do this, not only with you know the basic uh, elements that you already see uh, happening like NFTs and you know stuff like that uh, to do everything that you could be able to do with with uh, uh, any blockchain. Well, of course, with the best blockchain. I'm sorry, I, I said any. <laughs> I, I really mean just the really, really best blockchain, which <laughs> is obviously the multiverse X Obvious. uh, <laughs> obviously. But yeah, um, the whole idea here is that using uh, or or. Um, Everything that we are trying to do is interface, or be uh, be the fa- be the fabric, be the interface for users to be able to, to to access all the features that the guys, you know, and the and the team is building into the into the network itself, right? I, I think I stop now because I yeah. want to <laughs> have your questions because otherwise, honestly, I can you know I have a lot of uh, you know
2: things I can go into. Kevin, do you have a? Oh question? yeah, I thought well.
3: You- I- yeah, I was just going to segue into why, why I think X Fabric is going to be revolutionary um, and uh, and kind of just echo some some of the points. Um, I think the WordPress to Shopify thing, um, it, it's absolutely Shopify. And I think with the modules, I'm assuming, Stefan, and it's just a quick question, that uh, developers will be able to apply to add different functionalities, uh, modules, or integrations into Xfabric as well, correct?
0: yeah that we haven't even talked about that subject and uh, uh i got permission to mention this a bit here because that's going to be a huge thing next year when we when we're going to be talking a lot more about this x fabric is still a multiverse X product, right? So it's still within the same fundamental principles that guide us with with the open source technology and, and you know, ba- building something for communities. So, of course, Fabric will have more than one way for developers to con- contribute uh, for third-party, you know, sort of like apps that you see in Shopify. Of course, we're going to have that kind of principles uh, and that kind of marketplace uh, available through X Fabric. But, yeah, that's going to take us a bit you know, bear with us. That takes a lot of time to develop. But yeah, that's definitely part of the conversation.
3: Yeah, I think that's huge. And like like I said earlier, like I came from the WordPress kind of world. Uh, I've used Shopify and all that. And um, it was really easy to onboard companies to show them that they didn't need to know the code and I could go do the CSS PHP for them. Um, and so bringing in, you know, even just these retailers that, that I'm working with, um, they're going to be uh, all over it because they'll be able to have a DAO for their community by issuing an NFT membership and then have gated content too as well. Um, and then uh, of course, I think the industry that's really going uh, to fly in X fabric is things like educational gated content uh, tutorials and, and that sort of stuff um, that people will be able to come in and based on whether they own an NFT or not, they'll be able to access various content and, um, companies that lack the technical knowledge are now going to be able to bring their technical um, know-how and courses and tutorials uh, in into Web3. I think it's amazing. Yeah, 100%, 100%. And, you know,
0: you can take that even one, stop, uh, one uh, step further um, and consider, um, you know, like, for example, one example that uh, I, I like to give uh, when talking about Web3 potential is uh, looking at uh, for example, uh, uh, episodes of a podcast, right? Where you can say, uh, you know, you have the same membership or, you you know, you use uh, memberships, NFTs mem- uh, uh, for memberships, right? But then the NFT itself also gives the listener or your investor, right, uh, the power to sublet or rent out that NFT, which is the episode itself, right? So basically, the hundred, you know, you, you create 100 episodes that are exclusive for your top-tier uh, members, right? And then those episodes, right, they can go and, you know, offer them for streaming to some other people, right, other fans that are, you know, that are not that uh, that high in the uh, membership level, right? And that's something that's 100% doable with everything that's Web3 because that's the principle of the Web3. Once I, you know, once the roles or the utilities or the permissions are attached to that NFT, I can definitely rent it out. I can definitely do a lot of things with it right? That makes me an investor, not just a passive uh, consumer of your, of your uh, media, right? And I think that's a very important thing that honestly, it's not possible today. And you guys know that it's not possible with the technologies that we have in Web2, but Web3 opens it up.
2: Yeah, so uh, actually, uh, jumping in, uh, I was curious about uh, an aspect of X fabric because it sounds like the link bridge between uh, X Portal and uh, X Worlds and my question would be if uh, like brands or businesses who want to build or port over to X Worlds will they be needed to build first on X fabric or what is the level of interoperability
0: Right. So um, if you look at X-Fabric as the basic or the, you know, the fabric of the multiverse, then uh, it stands to, you know, it's a logical thing that X-Fabric can be involved in that process as well. Um, X-Fabric is not, is is pretty much using, we're using the same principles of, uh, of interface agnostic, right? Meaning that um uh, the web or the internet or the web itself, the web page or the browser is just a channel in which your content is being uh, published right so if you if you look at we call these you probably know we call these metaspaces that we have right now and those metaspaces you will be able to uh, administer you know and manage and push content through uh through Xfabric but metaspaces which is basically the web version of of uh, of your data, is just one version of that. Of course, you're going to be able to publish to ADAPT, so you're directly integrated with X-Portal. And of course, you're going to be able to publish directly to x Worlds, right? And you're going to have a way, because at the end of the day, the interface itself, the, the backend interface for brands and for companies and for, for uh, everybody that uses X-Fabric, the data still needs to be managed, right? Whether <laughs> uh, the way users interact with this is through the through X-Worlds or through X-Portal or through the web right? It's the still data, and it's still information that you, as a brand, you need to manage. You still have members, you still have um, NFTs, you have tokens, uh, fan tokens, maybe, I don't know, depends on, on, on your on your profile. But you still need that layer of, of uh, administration there. Does okay. that, that, that answer your question? I think, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, 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 it did. Okay. Thank you. Okay. For explaining sorry. it in such detail, thank you. <laughs> uh,
0: I, I yeah, just want... I, my, my... Sorry, I just want to mention that this... Uh, 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 my problem is always that I, I, I tell too much. So hopefully, you know, I'm still gonna uh, be allowed to do interviews <laughs> after this. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs>
2: I don't think the community minds that you're speaking really yeah. and, uh, <laughs> disclosing some stuff was like, <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah, well,
0: it's I mean, the problem with me is that I get really, you know, I'm really, really excited about what we're building. And uh, then I forget that I probably shouldn't Tell everybody about what we're building. So yeah, that's the only that's the only problem. But yeah, obviously, I mean, this is, you know, it's 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 uh, it's very easy to get excited when when you see the potential. You yeah, know, the it's pro- like the impact that it can have is just so big that it's just, you know, it, it feels like wasting time when I'm sleeping. That's that's the kind of <laughs> involvement here, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, the passion is can be felt by everyone. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Michael, you wanted to ask something, I think.
4: Yeah, definitely. We'll put a good word with the team, Stefan, so that uh, you're fine and you can do more interviews like this because we love it. And I think the community <laughs> also loves them. So we'll okay, definitely thank you, thank you. put a good Welcome word. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, um, <clears throat> again, um, I want to uh, dive uh, a bit deeper into the technology itself because as you said in the beginning blockchain is the base layer of everything that uh, you guys are building into the whole metaverse uh, and of course that is how it should be but uh, i think you have a very or the the multiverse x uh, uh uh product suit has a very interesting uh, uh offering so to say in when it comes with uh, with the concept of sovereign shards. so i'm really curious here if you can tell us a bit more about What level of customizability for sovereign shots? What can uh, builders modify? Uh, And what would uh, this? um, Will this be programmable through the uh, interface of Fabric for the uh, non-tech guys, so to say? Right. So I should mention this. I should have mentioned this
0: initially. I'm not a program. I'm not a developer. I'm not. I'm a product guy. My background is in design. So. what I what I say now sounds not technical enough. I apologize for that, and I'll come back to to you know with more specific answers from the team, right? So let's let me just say that. But as far as a sovereign shorts, um, I I think the reasoning behind this was pretty clear as far as why we're offering this and why we believe that uh, there's a very big segment of of companies organizations that require a very specific set of you know security. Uh, uh, controls, you know, like uh, uh, predictability and, you know, stuff like that. So Sovereign Shards is the basic or the best version for that. Uh, So this is like a private or permissioned blockchain, right? I think that's, uh, uh, I don't know if that's clear to everybody. Now, as far as what can be built or what can be customized and what can be uh, um, modified, um, sure, there are gonna be definitely a lot of the stuff that you know a lot of the p- param- uh, parameters of the uh, uh, of the sovereign shot can be can be changed even on the fly, and that's fine. Um, but uh, you know all the changes that can be done will be as long as certain security measures and certain privacy measures are are, are kept intact, right? So uh, that's how deep I can go with the answer right now. but I, I promise you we're gonna have a lot of content on this. Uh, uh coming out you know once we get closer to 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 you know uh making this uh, official so yeah please remember that question and you know let's talk uh, a bit later about this so
3: there's a lot of projects uh, there's a lot of projects out there that are really interested in the sovereign shards for a lot of reasons so yeah i think that might be that, that might be another uh, product spotlight or there could probably oh, be yeah. a whole podcast around that potentially right
0: yeah, but you, you need to remember, uh, uh, sovereign short will be available as open source anyway, right? It's not going to be just part of uh, part of X Fabric, right? So it's going to be, you know, X Fabric is going to be the interface, and that, the plan right now is to offer it, you know, all the offer all, all the options that we can do uh, through X Fabric will do that, but it's also going to be available as as a as a you know uh, just like with any, everything else, uh, all the other code uh, we are building, it's going to be op- available open open source as well, right? It's
3: amazing.
4: Definitely, uh, thank you so much, uh, uh, Stefan, for the for the insight. Looking forward for the for the details. I myself, uh, as I said in the beginning, am a analytic person. Uh, I'm looking forward to the technical implementations and the possibilities of what can builders do with them. And uh, yeah, excited overall about the possibility of having non-builders interact with uh, sovereign shards and start building their vision without having to, to rely too to heavily on, on development and start unleashing a new wave of, of uh, creativity uh, in the multiverse X ecosystem.
2: Awesome. Also, uh, I want to uh, touch upon a, su- a thing that was presented at X-Day, uh, which was the Deep Truth module, as you guys put it. and. Uh, from my point of view, it was a bit more difficult to want to understand out of uh, all of the three that was presented as well, and maybe if you can expand upon that a bit.
0: Sure, I can expand a bit, but uh, the thing is, uh, like for this with this specific module, I think you really need to see it in action to understand its its potential. Um, I think that um, the most important things here to understand is that um i mean you know the, the the reasoning behind the the module and the features that we we're building there is that there're a lot of um we we're, we're building basically countermeasures measures initially i mean that's one of the aspects right we're building counter measures to a lot of the fake content and fake news that is out there right so you mentioned before i think kevin you mentioned before uh the 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 option for uh you know uh, people from from wordpress for example coming into uh, or publishing or you know people just using it as a uh, for memberships, right? Using X Fabric for that, uh, and now consider this: it's it's so easy these days to copy an image, copy uh, a text, or copy whatever you want from the internet, and say, okay, th- and modify it a bit, and say, yeah, this is this is what happened. But with uh, you know, the, w- with the deep truth modules, one of the features, and not all of them, just one of the features, um, Im- implies or is about kind of like stamping, <laughs> like putting a stamp of of or- origin on any media asset or any media file and be saved that information being saved uh you know on, on on the blockchain and say okay this is the file this is my intended as as a as a you know publisher this is what i intended to say or this is the image i wanted you to see and this is proof this is the stamp that this is the same image right and this is i know it's it's yeah I'm, i might not explain this uh uh, very well. That's why I'm saying that it's it's very important to, uh, for you to see it live. But this is one of those features as uh, as a counter countermeasure um, for fake news, basically, right? And you can see this, you know, the, the potential or how we can imply this is or how we can implement this is obviously uh, uh, huge here, right? And this is uh, again, we are fighting, uh, we. Are, the count, uh, like this deep truth module and the countermeasures that we are building is again to help our community and the, the people that use x fabric uh to avoid having issues like okay my content is being copied from here to there right because we don't we don't believe that open source uh means that you're not entitled to your own creation right we really really much respect creators uh, of all kinds i mean not you know so and, and I think that's that's very important to have part of the conversations and if you think about brands or if you think about companies, this is also important to them right They need to understand that their brand that they spend millions or billions in building or in uh, uh, building their communities that they, they have ways uh, to keep that safe right even in the web 3 in the blockchain uh, uh, evolution of, of you know, of the world. So, yeah, yeah in, it's, it's, in in
3: Web two yeah. in Web two, there's there's guys who are hired to just scroll around looking for pictures that are being used that don't have the uh, the the uh, the the licensing and yeah. uh, like big big companies, I'm, even smaller I'm companies so, get checks.
0: Yeah, I'm so sorry, Kevin, for for the jobs for those guys. But yeah, we 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 found we found a better way to do that.
3: <laughs> yeah, so essentially, Deep Truth, what you're saying is going to be kind of like a uh, automated content moderation that's going to take out a good portion of the actual human interaction required to uh, prevent copyright and uh uh yeah and give people right. uh, the the rights they deserve that's awesome that's
0: one of the aspects yes that's one of the aspects yeah. the, the deep
3: truth module goes way deeper than that
0: but i wanted to mention this because uh, in part you know it's relevant to the conversation we had so far but yeah this is one of those things that we see as being uh so Relevant to what we are trying to build, right? Because the whole point, the whole point of what we are uh, doing with X Fabric is um, try to figure out ways. You know, the non-technical people, uh, as as I think uh, Michael mentioned before, the non-technical people, we are excited about them, but let's see who they are. I mean, who are we excited about joining? Are you know? So then we need to understand that the people or the the, the entities we we are building for, they have certain. Uh, expectations or certain fears, right? Such as what I mentioned now with the brands, but also um, making sure that they have certain levels of control about uh, moderation, for example, right? About content or that's being associated with their brands or with their uh, creations, right? So that's also important to note, right? It's always going to be a spectrum of of trying to find ways to be uh, respectable towards uh, the people we're building with, and also for, uh, towards the people we're building for, right? So, yeah.
2: Uh, oh, so, uh, sorry to interrupt. Uh, I was about to say, because uh, I'm keeping an eye on the time because I know everyone is on a tight schedule. So uh, I want to say first and foremost for the community, if you have any questions, leave them in the post uh, of, of the Twitter space and we will answer them as best as we can in a few minutes. Please, Razvan, you can... Uh,
1: yeah, I, I wanted to, to say because I, I'm a developer and I, I think I uh, Stefan like 100 times until now that I love X fabric. Uh And I really think it's, it's not really just for non-technical people because um, a lot of times you don't need to go and build that yourself. Uh, going back to the Shopify example, for example, I don't know, I'm a developer, but I don't know, I want to sell something uh, online a digital uh, good or a physical good uh if i only need that i can go and create a shopify uh store and not waste i don't uh, one month to build my own from from scratch so i think it also saves a lot of time effort and uh, also to like technical people or even like companies that have a technical department but they no don't need that uh Extra layer of customization or more control uh, to to that.
0: Right on, exactly, exactly. That's that's the that's the that's the uh, what we're building this for, right? That's exactly the one of the use cases that we we really see as being uh, a powerful
4: uh, you know engine for for X fabric. Uh, thank you, everyone, for for the insights. I I just want to to have one last question. Maybe to pick the brains of both Kevin and Rosvan on on this one. Uh, maybe is there a feature uh, of X Fabric uh, that you would, might want to see but has not yet been presented? I want to see what ideas you guys have. Uh, yeah, according to each uh, each uh, person's background, it would be interesting to see that. What do you guys think?
3: Uh, yeah. So um, the marketplace was kind of my one thing, which I asked uh, a bit ago. Uh, being able to allow other developers to build in apps and whatnot, um, I think we got an answer there. Um, but also, I'd like to see, you know, a deep analytics tool as well in, in 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 the backend, which I'm I'm sure there's 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 a a form of analytics that that is there. But I'd really like to start seeing, you know, bounce rates, uh, engaged users, um, where they came from, how long they're active for, um, and like I'm sure all that's in the works um, without a doubt. Um, but uh, I'd, I'd obviously really like to see deep analytics uh, there as well.
0: Yeah, you will be happy when we launch. Yeah, That's yeah,
3: perfect.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I'm just, already uh, happy.
4: I'm already happy. And just just to add real quick as one sentence on what Kevin said, I'm a big DeFi fan. So uh, for this part with deep analytics and and building like a profile for 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 people would be really interesting to enable some of the DeFi use cases that right now are are, are being. Uh, kind of backed into a corner due to the limitation of blockchain technology. For example, like uncollateralized loans or other type of financial instruments that require in traditional finance, KYC and a credit score and all that stuff, porting that with blockchain in some way or another or having addresses uh, uh, that have a history on chain and that history uh, uh, starting to matter in the grand scheme of things, I think it will be really important. That's an excellent idea. We we okay. should we should work on that. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. Okay,
0: re, I... one. Uh,
1: yeah, like uh, I totally uh, agree with Kevin. I think some layer of customization and the ability to, uh, as you mentioned, I don't know, ad- analytics or other uh, maybe uh, tools that you would normally use or integrate into. Your uh, your custom uh, app in, in a way, and uh, maybe also some some layer of uh, uh, visual customization, or I don't know, be able to kind of personalize the, the dashboard or something like that based on your I don't know community or, or project, so I don't know people feel in in a way that it's is their space or uh, yeah.
0: So like maybe Teams or you know. Custom typography, colors, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. C- creating some kind of, sure. uh, I don't know, white label or something like that. Uh,
0: type. Of uh, so wait, thing. you mean you mean for the dashboard or the actual way you log in, or to the for the final or the end product? Uh, where
1: the community logs
0: in. Uh,
1: the part where the community logs in. Yeah, yeah.
0: You, ha- I mean, I can tell you this uh, right away. I mean, this is this is going to be a hundred percent customizable. I mean, it's going to be you're going to have uh, full control over over the elements, over the editor sections that are, uh, over, uh, you know, web uh, sections that are available there. Yeah. So we are definitely building that with that in mind initially, right from the start.
2: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think we are slowly running out of time. So, I would uh, start with some community, qu- uh, community questions. At the moment, we have uh, one from DB Crypto X, and he says I've noticed in videos and demos that X Fabric will include channels and tags of sorts, possibly for content control, but I'm wondering if chat will also be possible, allowing for X Fabric to have a Discord type function as well.
0: Um, yeah, so this is uh, a very good question as far as how deep we want to go with with uh, community interactions, or you know, like uh, between between people. And we are looking into into doing something very close to, to you know Discord type uh, uh, interactions. Uh, but one thing that I can say is that we're not shining, uh, you know, we're not staying away from existing uh, products that uh, have uh, definitely work well. Just like Discord, right? So uh, maybe you know the first step for a feature like this would be to integrate better with Discord, and then figure out ways uh, to do you know closer version uh, in the future uh, that uh, suits us better, right? So yeah, that's usually the the way we th- look at things, right? If if it's ain't broke, don't fix it, but if it's very broke and too web two uh, <laughs> related, yeah, then we need to bring it up to speed
2: then you need to build x fabric
0: (laughs) yep exactly exactly
2: (laughs) awesome so and at the moment i think that is the one and only question from the community i'll leave a few more minutes maybe something new will pop up but
3: i have have another question um sure shoot is yeah is 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 there going to be an open testing or qa round uh uh, for from the for the community, or will we just launch into like a, a beta? Um... Right. So the way we are we are um, we want to launch uh,
0: X Fabric is going to be v- with very specific uh, objectives in mind. Uh, meaning that um, we want to build. I mean, obviously, X Fabric is, is is best for all of us. If we can learn from the high value creators or people that already have big communities and brands and, you know, stuff like that, or, you know, uh, um, more advanced, uh, 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 you know, users like that. Um, so what we're going to do initially is find a way to bring them on board, you know, slowly. Right. And then with them, learn how the community interacts, uh, with X fabric and the tools we are building. Um, so, As far as your specific question, Kevin, uh, we're going to have many, many opportunities for the community to get involved. But as far as how exactly the launch is going to go, we're going to keep a very, very close eye on, on, you know, progressing this one step at a time and making sure that uh, people that we, you know, or or the use cases we're building this for... Or well, well uh,
3: uh, taken care of, right? I, th- but, I think that makes sense to to, yeah. to on to onboard some some projects that might work. Work with them in a smaller group and then slowly open the the net, right? I mean, that's that's basically yeah. how that's the right way to do Keyway, anyways, right? So yeah,
0: yeah, we yeah. want to do a, a very very you know like a very tilted signal to noise ratio as far as uh, you know if, if we have. Creators that have a community of 10,000 people that they can bring uh, onto onto X Fabric, obviously the learning opportunities with that community are much bigger than with 10,000 uh, uh, you know uh, X Fabric users uh, that have maybe you know they're just starting out, right? And obviously, definitely, we want to get to everybody. But if we start out with these people and, and you know with the larger larger high value creators and brands, if we start out with them, we learn very quickly what to do and what not to do. And obviously that's going to be uh, ben- uh, beneficial to absolutely everybody, right? So, you know, we really believe that this is the best way to build the best product we can do, uh, you know, listening to, to, the, to the right
3: people, especially in the beginning, right? That's awesome, and then I guess what everyone wants to know is when's the estimated launch. <laughs> I had to yeah, ask. so so
0: you know one thing yeah yeah so one thing about X Fabric is that you know they, I know this is not gonna uh, people are not gonna join this answer is that but X Fabric is gonna keep launching <laughs> for the next year, right? So our our development ro- roadmap is is pretty much set for at least eighteen months right? So we have a lot, a lot of stuff to do. So whenever, you know, we're going to start launching uh, early next year, right? With the first phase, with the first initial steps in this, and then we keep, uh, we're going to keep at it, uh, you know, every month, every six weeks with a, uh, another major release, right? And that's already set in stone. We're already working on that schedule. Um, and we're, I'm, I'm really, really excited to, to show you guys, uh, you know, starting next year. Um, and yes, I know that in one of the interviews, I know that uh, uh, some people called me on this. And one of the interviews, I said that it's going to be done in December. And yeah, we're going to be done in December, but it's going to be the private beta, right? So we're starting out with that. We're building on top of that and, you know, going forward. I don't know if that answered that, Kevin, but yeah. Yeah, no, it did. It did. No, that's,
3: that's great. I, I mean, it, it it only makes sense, right? I mean, th- things, things are, can only get better over time. And and yeah, like it's I I like the kind of closed to closed approach, and it's kind of really agile approach that allows for probably the best product to to be delivered. So thank you for that, and and X Fabric. I'm really looking forward to it, Stefan. Awesome, thank you.
2: Yeah, the next year definitely is going to be explosive, to say the least, for the whole multiverse X uh, ecosystem with so many products and everything modules coming out. It's it's going to be Exciting to say the least.
0: Yeah, I already postponed all my all my two thousand twenty three sleep to you know two (laughs) thousand twenty
2: four. So yeah. Hashtag no sleep gang. (laughs) Yep. All right. Well, uh, I've been uh, looking at the comment section as well, and there seems to be no more community questions. So we can slowly wrap it up and. yeah, firstly, I want to thank all of you guys, uh, Stefan, Razvan, and Kevin for joining us this evening. And I think I can speak on behalf of the committee as well by saying thank you for your questions, insightful answers and feedback as well.
0: Awesome, thank you. And sorry if I, you know, if I took over the conversation a bit, but there's so much to say, and I'm hoping that we'll have an opportunity to talk uh, even more about this you know, later on in a few months.
2: Definitely. I mean, if uh, any community questions weren't answered, I'm sure a lot of uh, articles, threads, YouTube videos, guides will be coming out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> or, yeah. or you can always uh, talk Stefan on Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: of course, of course. I, I, I've been told I should, I should uh, post uh, more often so I can build my, you know, my following. But I think that, you know, people that know about Xfabric will find me, so that's fine. <laughs>
2: all right well yeah. uh, thank you guys again and uh, hopefully we can do one of another one of these uh, very short
4: thank you thank you so much thank, thank, you. thank you everyone
2: and uh, right. have a great evening yeah bye everyone bye. and thank you for bye. tuning in